Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Trucker Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Vaccine mandate for truckers will go ahead. It is 9.40 p.m. here on Tuesday evening. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Apologize for the interruption. The show was to start 10 minutes ago. But anyways, when things go array, they go array. So anyways, now, as I was saying when I was on here 10 minutes ago, is that the vaccine mandate for truckers will go ahead. Now, A lot of things, you know, in the past few days, ladies and gentlemen, have started to escalate. Now, of course, you know, with all this disinformation going on out there about when they when they mandated the the vaccine uh, for truckers, is that you are going to have shortages of food caused by the mandate vaccine for truckers, which is not true, ladies and gentlemen. The vaccine mandates for truckers have raised transportation costs, but haven't impacted the shipment of goods to stores. And this is from the Canada's largest grocery chain. What's happening here, ladies and gentlemen, it's the absentees of employees self-isolating because they have COVID-19. Weather has caused shortages on our store shelves. Not this Monday, but last Monday, we had that big snowstorm rolled through. Now, I don't deliver to grocery stores. I deliver to other plants and and warehouses and stuff like that. We were pulled off the road. So those deliveries didn't make it that day. Right now, the grocery stores... Usually it's a window of two to three days for restocking. Now they're looking at six days. And these shortages on our shelves are not caused by anything else. You see, ladies and gentlemen, these these anti-vaccine truckers, and they are anti-vaxxers. We've had these vaccines for a year, 
and they've done nothing but sit on the fence. Like so many people out there. Not getting the vaccine. I guess they were naive. Oh, the government would never mandate vaccines for the trucking industry. The federal government is going to mandate vaccines for every federal regulated sector. The biggest impact on Canada's food industry supply chain has been worker absentee. The labor shortage caused by quarantine workers has impacted the entire supply chain, including retail stores, distribution centers, and suppliers, as well as transportation, driving sporadic outages of certain products. This virus is spreading across every single sector. Now, while you may think that these mandates for the vaccines on truckers is causing these shortages, you're sadly mistaken. I don't know when people are going to get it, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know when people are going to stop channeling themselves to all the disinformation out there. I have, I like, I, what the hell is the goddamn problem? Prices are going to go up, and prices have already started to go up. Prices were going up before they mandated, mandated the vaccines for truckers. How you doing? Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Now, here uh, across this great nation of ours in Canada, um, if you haven't, if you don't know or you haven't heard, if you're from Canada or the United States or anywhere else around the world, Back, I think it was early, early November or like really late October, the federal government here in Canada, Canada has mandated vaccines for truckers to take up to, to, to take effect on November the 15th. So meaning that truckers coming, Canadian truckers coming back in from, from the United States have to show proof of vac- uh, uh, of vaccination. And then, no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it was November. No, I'm sorry. It was December the 15th. I apologize. It was December the 15th when it would take effect of January. Then the 22nd of January, the U.S., has made it mandatory, not just for truckers to be fully vaccinated to enter the United States, but everybody who's going to be entering the United States via the land borders. Now, all this disinformation going out out there, you know, here across Canada, 
about it's going to cause shortages of uh, of food in our grocery stores. It's just a bunch of nonsense. The shortages are being caused by absent, ab, sorry, people being absent from work because they've come down with COVID. It's across every single sector. Every single sector is facing people who are absent from work because they've got to self-isolate or isolate anywhere between five to 10 days. Even the healthcare, doctors and nurses, people who work in retirement homes and nursing homes, people who work at Walmart, people who work in the auto plants, warehousing, they're all being affected. It has nothing to do with the vaccine mandate for truckers. Now, yeah, I'm sure there is some less variety uh, of stuff on, on, on the shelves in the grocery stores. You know, in, in general, the grocery stores, they, they look at two to, three, two to three days between deliveries. Now it's six days. And when you have people off work because they're ill, who do you think is going to put the stuff on the shelves? It isn't going to get there themselves. And besides, when it comes to, to fruit and vegetables and stuff like that, the stuff that Canada gets from the United States, they too are experiencing the same thing. From field to fork. How do you think it gets there? Human labor. People who work in the fields. And then it gets picked and then it and then it gets moved on to the processing plants. Shipped on to trucks. Do you think that even in the trucking industry, I mean, I mean, truckers aren't God. I'm going to wave a magic wand and everything's just going to be okay. Every single sector, every single business sector is being affected by COVID-19. People off work sick. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm fully vaccinated. I was off work for 10 days with COVID. Two weeks. The only thing that kept me out of the goddamn hospital was the vaccine. Now, 
yeah, we're going to see some some inflations, and 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 it's just and it's not, you know, caused by this 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 vaccine mandate for truckers. Fuel costs have gone up. The rates have gone up. These trucking companies are charging more to bring this stuff back. Trucks don't run on fresh air. Truckers don't work for free. Yeah, we're going to see some inflation for a while. And eventually it'll, 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 it'll settle down. It'll even itself out. The other problem that's causing shortages in your grocery stores is panic shopping. As though people think that, oh my God, there isn't going to be anything else. We got we got to just load up our carts. We got to grab all the toilet paper. So nobody else can wipe their ass. Now in most cases we're seeing a delay of goods not a shortage and this and the shelves will get restocked people need to be patient you should i mean you wouldn't believe the bs that social media puts out there ladies and gentlemen Now this big grocery chain here in Canada also owns um, Shoppers Drug Mart, biggest drugstore in Canada. It has earned 207.7 million or 85 cents per diluted share for 12 weeks period, ending on December 18th up from a profit of one point one one nine sorry one hundred and ninety one point two million now the sales for the quarter was four point three two billion up from four point eight billion Now, how are we out of food here? How is this going to affect this? How are these mandates for, for the vaccines for truckers going to affect this? It's not, and it hasn't. Through the trucking industry, in stats from trucking companies, 
They know who's vaccinated and who's not. Because they're certainly not going to send unvaccinated truckers over the border and, and risk them coming back and have to quarantine for 14 days. 90% of the trucking industry is fully vaccinated here in Canada. Pretty much on par with the rest of the population. So we got this other 10% in the trucking industry, anti-vaxxer truckers. who don't want to get vaccinated. Oh, we're going to convoy right down to Ottawa. We're going to start from the West Coast. We're going to drive right across Canada and we're going to drive right to Ottawa and we're going to give it to the government. Well, good fucking luck with that. And all I hear about there, go truckers, go. Yeah, we support the truckers. Yeah, you go tell them. You go get them. What, they forget about the vaccinated truckers that are working and doing their job? Making sure you have everything that you need? You can't support the one without the other. You just be a hypocrite. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you know, these past few days um, with this, these convoys of these anti-vaxxer truckers driving across Canada is really starting to boil over. Now, it's gotten, it's becoming um, to the ridiculous point. Now, this is what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when, when, when too many people when too many people get together and cause such a stir over these vaccines spewing out all that disinformation this is what it's starting to cause and, and I, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, see this, this woman has got this uh, GoFundMe campaign going on. Well, GoFundMe is holding the funds right now. Now what's been taking place here, the far right groups Hope that the truckers' protest will be Canada's January the 6th. 
You know what that was, ladies and gentlemen? Last year, January 6th in Washington, D.C. at the Capitol. And these far-right fucking idiots hoping that this is going to be Canada's January the 6th? I'll tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, they will not get within one mile of the Parliament buildings here in Canada. They probably won't even be able to get into the city of Ottawa, the capital of Canada. Now, this far right and white nationalist groups, see the so-called Freedom Convoy, as an opportunity with some hoping the protests will be Canada's versions of last year's January 6th riot in Washington. Is that what they're thinking is going to fucking happen here? Now, the GoFundMe, where all this money was, people donated this money to, to to this cause, confirms that the the trucker freedom convoy funds are being held until the clear plan is revealed. Now, they're holding on to $4.5 million to go fund me. And while the most extreme voices likely do not reflect the position of most protesters, it's clear that those extreme voices are hoping to capitalize on their anger. You know, so... You know, here's these, one of these fucking far-right idiots. Let's get pumped up. Let's go to fucking Ottawa, he says. He's an anti-hate activist as a far-right vo- uh, vlogger in a recent YouTube clip. He's referring to the... 2021 riot at the U.S. Capitol. Now, another one here says there will be a lynching. Another year, another user responded according to the screenshot shared with Global News. The military took an oath to protect the rights and freedoms of Canadians without bias or political affiliation against threats, foreign or domestic. Another user chimed in. I'll tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, when there is a threat to domestic 
and these far right assholes are the threat? Do you, they, they actually think, oh, the military will be on our side. No, the military won't be on your side and you're not going to like it. They are sworn, they are, they are sworn to uphold threats, whether it's foreign or domestic and to respond to it. And put an end to it very quickly. Now, he says, let us pray that the military do the right things should they be called called upon. Oh, they'll do the right things, all right. Don't shut your sorry ass down. Now, on this Zello app, which the protesters and supporters used to chat with each other, as they make their way across the country, one user chimed in with a threat to the prime minister. Not a good idea, ladies and gentlemen. Now just land your sorry ass in prison. The more extreme comments from supporters may not reflect the views of the convoy organizers and participants. One organizer told the Global News on Monday, protesters looking to cause havoc should just stay home. Well, what the hell do you think, you know, these organizers, what the hell do you think was going to happen? These far-right extremist groups? You know, what the hell do you think is going to happen? Somehow you didn't think they were, they're going to try to, that they weren't going to try to get involved? I went on Facebook and I looked up one of the organizers. And I said, you see the you see the trouble that you're causing now. Anything happens, I hope that she's held responsible. Messages like this is like in the media, and and, and what do they think that the government doesn't see this? You will not get within a mile of the capital here in Canada. When you have extreme extremist groups like that going along with this convoy, thinking that this is going to be a January, January 6th, like it was on the Capitol in Washington, D.C.,
you think Canadian people are going to stand for that? If shit goes south, ladies and gentlemen, there is going to be hell to pay. And these organizers will be held responsible. The government of Canada, the federal government of Canada is not going to back down from these vaccine mandates for truckers. And neither is the United States government going to back down from these mandates for truckers. Truckers going into the United States to be fully vaccinated. American truckers coming into Canada fully vaccinated. I've read bullshit on social media, ladies and gentlemen, you know, and and with that remark from uh, JFK the other day, referring these, these mandates of vaccines like the Nazi regime. And referring to the Holocaust that these vaccines will cause is just absolutely fucking bullshit. And he couldn't even get his facts straight. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I am so fed up. I am I'm just fucking so fed up. I will not and I don't su- support anti-vaxxers. I will not. You know, right now, you know, here in Ontario, Canada, starting on January the 31st, we'll be able to dine in restaurants, go to the movie theaters, go to the gyms, go to sporting events. Only if you're vaccinated. Same thing right across the country. In Quebec, they're still thinking about having a health tax on the unvaccinated. They already have another mandate in Quebec. In order to go into the liquor store, You got to be fully vaccinated. In order to go into the pot shops, 
to buy marijuana, got to be fully vaccinated. Maybe that's what we need to do here in Ontario. Got to be fully vaccinated to go to the beer store. Got to be fully vaccinated to go to the liquor store. Got to be fully vaccinated to go to the pot shop. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that at all. I could just see it now. Somebody who's not vaccinated. And you're going to walk into the beer store and they say, Oh, will you go in the beer store for because I'm not vaccinated? Uh, nope. Sorry, I can't help you. I could just see that happening. That would be pretty hilarious. I wouldn't waste my gas on an anti-vaxxer to go to the beer store for them or the liquor store for them. I wouldn't waste my gas. Now, now you got these far right groups all involved. This, this, this current, this, this current convoy protest is just absolutely bullshit. And they're trying to use it in, in, in a way that, oh, you know, oh, these mandates for, for these truckers is, is going to cause such a shortage in our grocery stores and our, in our grocery store shelves are going to be empty. That's not true. Before you came on and explained what the causes of the shortages are. Whether you want to believe it or not, that is the people who are absent from work. And it's not just in the grocery stores. It's every single sector of people off work isolating because they have COVID. Shipments are delayed. We're not going to run out of food as these conspiracy theories seem to think. These truckers are anti-vaxxers. Is who they are. The organizers are anti-vaxxers. And these organizers are not even affiliated with the fucking trucking industry. They're just anti-vaxxers. They'll get anybody to follow their sorry ass. of the truckers, ladies and gentlemen, are vaccinated. And that's right from the industry. That's right from the trucking companies. They know who's vaccinated and who's not in the industry. 
And of course, all the people out there cheering them on are all anti-vaxxers. What about the truckers out there who are vaccinated? Not because of the mandate. Because we've had these vaccines for a year. There's no more lame excuses, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely no more lame excuses. If people don't like these restrictions and people don't like these mandates, that's your problem. We'll try to make it everybody else's problem. You've been reading a lot of bullshit floating around and, 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 and you're filled some gaps and I agree with all, with all you said. Well, thank you, Woody Bush. I appreciate that. This is what happens, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, it, it was many it, it was many years ago, and um, at the time, I think it was over uh, the price of fuel. Now we're probably going to go back twenty five years, and you wouldn't think fuel. You know, back then, you know, fuel wasn't really that expensive. But when the fuel prices go up, well, it gets expensive. So they had a big protest, truckers. Drove the rigs to Ottawa, drove around in circles, blowing the air horns. Eventually things settled down. Prices came back to normal. Not because they're out there demanding that the prices come down. That's the oil industry. That's that. You know, that's OPEC. It's got nothing to do with the government. The federal government here in Canada is going to mandate vaccines for every federal for every federal person that works and that, that it is regulated under the federal government. Now, with these mandates, This one I had on here. Now, as the trucker convoy rolls to Ottawa, grocery stores say supply issues have started to ease.
Now, who would know better? Who would know better than you and me about the about the supply issues have started to ease? The grocery stores. Because they know what's coming in and they know when it's coming. And this information comes as the convoy of truckers heads to Ottawa to protest the vaccine mandates. Something they say could worsen uh, supply chain issues. Overall, supply chain pressure has started to ease. The issue of unvaccinated truckers will mostly have an inflationary impact on the cost of merchandise coming in from the United States and produce, especially. But for the most part, they're getting the merchandise. Metro is is one of the biggest chains of grocery stores across Canada. And they're not the only one, they're not the only grocery store that is reporting a minimal impact from the mandate. The industry group representing the big box grocery stores in Canada said, well, some members are having trouble bringing products to Canada from the United States. Others aren't having any serious issues at all. And all this conspiracy theory bullshit about these mandates on vaccine and the truckers is causing all of this? That's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm telling you what the grocery store chains are saying. Who would know more better than these dumbass anti-vaxxers. The grocery store chains would know better. We're also hearing from, uh, from our members that they're not experiencing any major impacts from the mandatory trucking vaccination. from the Retail Council of Canada. See, ladies and gentlemen, it's so important to go on legitimate websites. You want to go on, on, on on, on these media sources that put out this information. Keep it to yourself because nobody wants to hear your bullshit, your, your rhetoric bullshit. You know, but when the Canadian policy came into effect on January the 15th, many truckers and politicians came out against the mandate. Politicians across Canada have tweeted images of empty grocery stores. 
Oh, and about that, about those images, transport transportation critic actually posted those pictures, but they weren't from Canada. They're from the UK. A transportation critic posted those images. And the and the truckers that deserve the thank yous, ladies and gentlemen, are the ones who stepped up to get vaccinated. Long before they made this, uh, they made this mandate. Long before. Because they, they want to protect their family. They want to protect their co-workers. They want to protect the general public. like myself. Right? Then they go, you know, Prime Minister Trudeau is attacking personal liberty and threatening everybody's ability to get groceries because of his overreach, uh, uh, overreach on vaccine mandates. And this is a former conservative leader and a current MP, Andrew Scheer. What kind of bullshit is that? I just told you what the grocery store chains are saying. And then, like I say, you have these idiots out there spewing this bullshit that is threatening everybody's ability to get groceries because of his overreach. He hasn't, he hasn't overreached anything. Threatening everybody's ability to, to get groceries. What a crock of shit. Many different issues that retailers are grappling with, whether it's labor supply chains, weather is a big one. And so it's really hard to pinpoint the specific issues and say that it's the main cause of all our problems. For Walmart Canada, there's a number of reasons why supply chain disruptions have continued into the new year. He pointed to higher consumer demand, shortages of containers and vessels to move goods around the world, weather, COVID-19 lockdowns and labor shortages throughout the supply chain are contributing factors.
and like Metro Incorporated, Walmart says things are looking up. We're experiencing some isolated and temporary impacts on our supply chain, he said. We do expect availability of products to improve in the next weeks ahead. The cost of food could still continue to rise in the future, though warned Dalhousie University food distribution professor says that freight costs have doubled. Not just in the last 10 days. Even the trucking company that I work for has raised their rates. And not because of these mandates. Fuel isn't cheap. Drivers need to be paid. And what needs to be taken away from this is that Canadians should have no concern about food availability. There is food on the grocery store shelves. There's no reason to get out there and panic shop. Like on the onset of this pandemic at the beginning. People cleared out the toilet paper aisles. And as for politicians tweeting out photographs of empty shelves, seems like people weaponizing pictures showing empty shelves. And that's unfortunate. And especially right now, we don't want people to panic or feel that the food security is an issue here in Canada. See what this kind of shit does, ladies and gentlemen, the harm that this puts out. And when you have this transportation critic showing these pictures of empty shelves that are not even from Canada. See how this, you see how this can cause panic? It's fucking ridiculous. Now, and as this convoy barrels towards Canada's capital, the government retroated the vaccines and endurance to public health measures is going to continue. And as the pandemic continues, it's critical that the essential goods reach Canadians as quickly as possible. And to reach this goal, to bolster Canada's economic recovery and long-term competitiveness, it's important to tackle two major challenges facing industry, supply chain constraints and labor shortages. Labor shortages caused by COVID-19. Not the vaccine mandate, 
I don't know what else to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. I really don't. But, as I said earlier, if these far-right groups think that they're going to go along with this convoy and wreak havoc on our nation's capital, you got another thing fucking coming. I'll tell you that right now. You don't think the government has heard about that? You won't even get to the city limits. That convoy won't even get to the city limits. These, these, these anti-vaxxer truckers, they need to put their big boy pants on and go to work. That's what they need to do. They need to put your big boy pants on. That's what they need to do. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, you are hearing this from the grocery store owners. about the, the supply and demand. Not all these other media posts from people, ladies and gentlemen, your rights and freedoms. I was talking back and forth with this one lady on, on, on Facebook and she is just so bound and bent that these mandates and these restrictions is communist. She doesn't even know what the meaning of the meaning of communist is. You want communist? You th- people out people out there thinking that this is communist with these restrictions? in these mandates, go live in North Korea, go live in China, go live in Hong Kong. Taiwan will be next because China is going to take over Taiwan. Go live in Russia. And then when you come back here, You can understand how fucking good you got it. You know, back in 1917 to 1920, ladies and gentlemen, they did the same thing. The governments did the same thing. They closed schools, they closed businesses, they closed all the non-essential businesses. Stay at home orders. In some parts of the world, including the United States, you couldn't walk out of your house without a mask on. 
That was over a hundred years ago. They did the same thing. The only difference, ladies and gentlemen, they didn't have any vaccines. So the world had to deal with it. And you get these idiots out there that these vaccines, you know, it's is going to be like the Holocaust. You get the vaccine and that's it. You're done. What kind of fucking bullshit is that? You know, they refer to the Holocaust with the freaking Nazis did to the Jews. It's unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen, what people are saying out there. I'm sure, I'm sure you read it. I'm sure you've seen it. And you got to be shaking your head. I got a sore neck. I've been shaking my head so much. You know, next I'll be banging my forehead off the wall thinking, what the fuck is wrong with this world? What's wrong with some of the with some of the people in it? They've gone mental, have they gone mad? Unbelievable. Unbelievable the bullshit that's being spewed out there on social media platforms. See, the unvaccinated, the anti-vaxxers don't give a shit about you. They could care less about you and your family. They don't care. They don't care. They're, they're, they're filling up the hospitals. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit if people need surgeries or not. They're just going to jam up our hospitals. They're going to jam up our, our ICUs. They don't give a shit. Yeah, there are people in the hospital who are vaccinated. And, and who do have COVID, but they got other issues. Other underlying issues. People have gone into the hospital for other reasons and tested positive for COVID while they're in the hospital. Or they're being waiting to be admitted because they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna give you a PCR test. They're gonna test everybody coming into that hospital. It's not the vaccines, ladies and gentlemen, putting them in the hospital. It's the virus is putting them in the hospital. There's so many people out there, ladies and gentlemen, that are, are, are just media illiterate. That's pretty sad. It really is. And then have the nerve to, to, to spew that bullshit, to spread all that bullshit everywhere. And the harm that it does.
Because there's a lot of people out there who are naive. And, they, and, they'll, and they'll believe it. That's pretty sad. I never went through this entire pandemic thinking, oh, I'll never get COVID. It was a matter of when. When will I get it? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Follow all the protocols, do everything that I can possibly do to keep myself safe. I even got the booster. It's not 100%, ladies and gentlemen. Neither is the flu vaccine. But it sure in the hell kept me out of the hospital. And I I recovered well. Don't be naive. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming out and joining me. I'm usually not out on Tuesdays. I was out last night, too, you know, uh, doing a show. And, um, you know, I guess, you know, depending on what what time, you know, I get home from work. And, you know, sit down, relax, have something to eat, you know, hoping that my my brain doesn't start to go into a fog and say, you know, no, you're too tired. And, you know, I want to be able to concentrate and, 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 and tell you what's on my mind, you know, being explicit as I possibly can be. So hopefully I can come back out tomorrow too. You know, that just all depends. You know, um, some days are better than other days to, 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 depending on what time I get home. You know, I got a 45 minute commute to work. Back and forth every day. Monday to Friday. Drive the transport around Toronto all day long. Toronto, Hamilton, St. Catharines. Doing deliveries and pickups. We come back, you know, a half hour southwest of Woodstock. I mean, you're not from Canada, but, you know, from where... From where our trucking yard is to my home is 45 minutes. Every day, that's a 90-minute commute. 
to and from work. And after driving around, after working 10, 11 hours a day. So sometimes I don't even get out here during the week. It's usually Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings. So even though I got home at 7 o'clock tonight, I felt pretty good. I thought, hmm, let's go and see, let's see what's going on. You know. That that uh, trucking convoy isn't isn't uh, quite in Ontario just yet. They're probably still a couple days away, but whatever. So, yeah, I hope to be out tomorrow night. There there actually is something that I that I wanted to, um, you know, do uh, another show on. And that was, let me bring this one up here. Uh, where'd this one go? Whoops, 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 whoops. I got to go all the way down to the bottom here. Oh, um, this has to do um, with the uh, residential schools. That was like from the, like, uh, late 1700s into the 1800s and 1900s of uh, back when uh, McDonald uh, was was Prime Minister of Canada. Uh, what, so what these residential schools uh, were about is that um, well back in the you know, mid 1800s, the government back then of Canada took indigenous people from their families forcefully and put them in these residential schools and stripped them of their heritage. And the atrocities that happened. And they're still looking for burial sites of these children from these residential schools here in Canada. And there was 93 possible burial sites found in an initial search at the former British Columbia residential school site. See, these children never went home. It wasn't about getting in the back home after they were taken and forced into these residential schools. When I do this, when I do this one specific topic, which I, actually I, I will do tomorrow night, um, I will give you some history on the residential school system.
So for, for some of the, for some of you, um, you know, I'm going to tell you right now that, um, it's pretty disturbing. You can stay on to listen. You're more than welcome to leave. You can have a box of Kleenex beside you. But I will give you the history on these residential schools. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining me this evening. It is 1049 p.m. here in southern Ontario, Canada. You have a really good night. Enjoy your day. And if you can't come back on, you know, this week or whatever, because you're busy, you know, that's fine. That's understandable. Maybe you don't like the show. That's okay, too. You know, I'm not going to ridicule you over not liking the show. If you don't like the show, that's, that's, that's okay. So take care and be safe. Stay out of trouble. And watch out for one another. Until tomorrow night at 9.30 p.m. I hope to see you back out here. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen.